And we are live. And we're live. What's good, fam? Same shit, different toilet. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> How was your week, man? How was your week? What you getting into? Overall, my week was straight. I mean, I had a couple of hiccups in the week. I actually got yelled at from a potential client this week. So I called this dude. How you got yelled yeah. at from a potential? Like, the, you don't even work for that nigga yet. How he already yelling at you? I don't even work for that nigga. So it, it's a Nigerian dude, thick accent. I call him and he answers the phone. And he hurry ups and says, you know, call me back in 15 minutes. So I thought that's what he said. I let 20 minutes go by. And I call him back. And he answered the phone yelling like, it threw me way off. That nigga answered the phone and was like, why are you calling me? What do you want? Get off the phone. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm on a Zoom call. And I'm like, I thought you said 20 minutes. And no, I was like, I thought you said 15 minutes. He's like, I never said that. And I'm like, okay, I apologize. And I hung up. I'm like, hmm, I'm not fucking calling him anymore. Yeah, fuck I don't that. need to be yelled at. I got enough shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Bro, I don't even work for you. I ain't even, I'm not even expecting a check from you. Are you yelling? Fuck you and your roof. Nigga, I'm trying to help you out, <laughs> bro. I know you need my services. Maybe you don't want them from me. And that's cool. But you ain't have to yell at a nigga. Nah, fuck you and your roof. <laughs> exactly. Hope y'all get a leak over there. Now watch, three weeks from now, Frank gonna come on here and be like, well, you know, the nigga did call back. He apologized. You know, he did offer, you know... Multiple. I'm not gonna lie, man. <laughs> he... He come... <clears throat> put it like this. Dade County School Boards, they have, I want to say, one of the top 10 largest school districts in the country. So... That nigga could yell all. He could yell a little bit. Okay. I, okay. Like, I, like it's, I'm just it's not going to call him back soon. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to check the temperature in about six months. <laughs> just, no you, know, just, you know, just to see what see what's shaking over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah just crazy. see where it's at. You know, if I find out he finna be at an event, I'll pop up. Be like, hey, you want you want to get a drink or something? I, I got. I'm going to check the temperature. Like, you know, wrong, they bury, you know, bury the hatchet. You know, some white yeah, shit. At the same time. I ain't no bitch. I ain't just, I ain't finna call you, you know, next week. You yelled at me today. So. Nah, fuck out of here, you. <laughs> fuck out of here. I but, ain't. you know, in February, you're gonna hear from me again. I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> send a, send a, send him a old you up text. You know, what y'all version of yeah. a you up text. <laughs> hey, happy new year. How's things going? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you ever get that job? You know, you you ever get that job done? Oh, okay. You yeah, have. you ever got that thing taken care of? You got some new rates. <laughs> damn sure got damn sure got some new rates. I mean, uh, if you want to, the price of the brick went up. <laughs> Yesterday's Somebody price is went... not today's price. Not today's price. Somebody gonna call me the other day. They haven't done business with me in a while, and she's like, "Hey, Frank, um." I have a potential client that I may need you to do a home inspect, uh, a residential roof inspection on. I'm like, okay. I used to do those for like $500. <clears throat> so she's like, yeah, so just making sure. Uh, are you still charging the $500? I'm like, no, it's $800 now. And she's like, $800? I love the like, shock. Yeah. The shock when you change yeah. your brain. Like, what? And she's like, um, so are you? I mean, are you you're still getting on the roof and and doing the photo report? Yeah, it's still the same, but it's eight hundred now. Like, lady, you run a business too. Do you not see what gas prices are? 
do you not see the inflation in every corner of this of this country? You expect my prices to stay the same? Cost of living went up. My price is gonna go up with it. Hey, hey, y'all. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just the natural order of the things. I'm I'm not mad at you, sir. I'm not mad at you. I, I'm with that. I I don't think gas went up three hundred dollars worth, but I mean, I hear you. I'm fucking with you. Hey. <laughs> 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 no, man. Hey, you gotta come. Hey, cause it's not just me. Gotta come out. Sometimes I gotta bring somebody else out with me. Like, look, it is what it is. It is what it is. My time costs now. Hey, your time costs then. It just costs more now. It just costs more now. Yeah. Hey, I ain't mad at you. No, especially now that I done went and got tried on the case and won because of my testimony. Oh, you you getting a a, a proven veteran now? You can't ask me, hey, do you have any trial experience? And my answer is no. Hey, Frank, do you have any trial experience? Yes. How did it go? Bitch, we won. <laughs> Get your fat joe so, on. Get your fat joe on. Go ahead. Get it out. I <laughs> said it for me? you twice already. Go ahead and say it. Yesterday's price is not today's price. All right, dude. I got a W on my record now. That changes things. Fuck, nigga. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Nah, man. I'm good. I'm glad to hear that, man. How long had it been? How long had it been? What? Since she last worked with you? Shit, before COVID. Oh, ho, get out of here, man. Get out of here. Yeah, it's been a while. Get out of here. We paying $50 for haircuts now. Get the fuck out of here. Everything up. Exactly. (laughs) Everything up. Get out of here. Fuck out of here. Same haircuts used to be $10, dollars Now we pay $50 for it. Same edge up. Hey, nigga ain't, nigga ain't even getting no new clippers on it, nigga. Nigga just $50. And they ask for a tip on top of that, some of these barbers. Be like, come on. Come on, boss. This is my thing with tips, if you're a barber. If it's a new client that you've never cut before, don't ask that nigga for a tip. First of all... Just let your work do the talking. Build a rapport with him and let him tip you on his own to say, hey, you look out for me. You keep me clean. Here's a little something extra on top. Don't just cut a nigga the first time and then shock him with your price and then say, you're going to put a tip on top of that? Nigga, what kind of dude you is? Nah, first of all, you should be tipping regardless. I'm going to say that. A nigga do a service for you, you got a tip. That, that's how I feel. Now, the tip should Even be on me. Good? Tip should be on me to make that choice. Now, you fuck up my line. Okay, so. You fuck up my line. Bro, I ain't got nothing for you. But that's on me. That was my choice. You don't get to tell me, hey, you need to tip. Okay. Again, your choice. So if you choose to tip, okay, that's how you show love. I appreciate your service. I look good. I'm a tip. But that's on you. Now, if it's, your, if it's my first time cutting your head, and when you're getting up off my chair, you haven't really even looked in the mirror yet. Why you getting up off my chair? I tell you, yeah, that's $50 there. You know, that don't include tip. Are you not going to look at me crazy? I don't even know why you're coming at me like that. What you mean, that don't include tip? You didn't even have to add that in there. That's 50. But see, I'm I'm spoiled. I could count the barbers I've had on one hand. You know what I'm saying? See, you could say that because you haven't had a new barber in a while. No, I had a new barber. I had a new barber three years ago. Three years ago, I transitioned from the barber who cut my hair since I was 14. Nigga, that was pre-COVID. It's been a while. (laughs) But I'm saying it's three years. You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) Now, luckily, the nigga who I transitioned to, 
I he cut used to cut opposite of my original barber. So you already knew. I him. seen his work. I already knew him. We used to we used to bet money for the football games when I used to go over there. But then when he moved shops, I ain't really see him after that. So when my barber started getting a little finicky with the with the with the with the time and all of that, he you divorced his ass. I didn't divorce him. I just never went back. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga slid over to Bruce. Bruce cleaned me up, and I was like, "Hey, bro, my fade ain't never looked this good. What, you put a new razor on that." Okay, <laughs> okay. So that yeah, was it. I ain't going back. No respect, and and still, if I see my old barber in the street, it's all love. He took care of me for years, twenty plus. But at this point, I can't. I I like the new the new version of of, of getting an appointment and just going for my appointment. Now, if I decide to hang around, watch the game with y'all, kick it, maybe get a beer, whatever, whatever, that's on me. But the four hours of sitting at the barbershop, I'm, bro, my time, like you said, my time cost. Price went up. It used to be free because I ain't had shit going on. But now I can't spend yeah. all Sunday at the barbershop. In high school and in college, I had no problem going to the barbershop, sitting down three hours, watching the game, kicking the shit with the dudes. Now, if you tell me, hey, I got an opening at eight, I'm going to be there at eight. And when I get there, I'll let you finish up the dude that you cleaning up cool. I ain't going to sweat that. But I'm not finna sit to sit through two or three haircuts, then say, oh, I forgot about this dude. No, I remember my sir. last barber. No, sir. My last barber, he was good for that shit. He'll be like, okay, I got you at seven. You show up at seven, and then some niggas sashays into the barbershop, and he's like, oh, he called me since yesterday. What in the fuck? You should have told me something. You don't tell me while I'm here. You should have told me, hey, no, nah, you know what? I had somebody. I can't get you at 7. Come back 7.45. All right, cool. Now I ain't, I ain't just sitting up for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what caused the divorce with me and my last part. He just didn't respect nobody's time. Same. Same. Honestly, right now, I, I go to Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. Twins Cuts. You know, shout, shout out to Bruce. Shout out Mo. Mo take care of you. Shout out Mo. You know what I'm saying? I I don't have no problem. We make the I make my appointment on the app. I pay through the app. When I go, it's my turn. If he I'ma let you finish cleaning up whoever you clean. If somebody's sitting in the chair. But most times when I get there, the chair open is waiting on me. I sit down, we chop it up, I talk to the guys in the in the shop, we chill, clean up, whoever, whatever, whatever. And if I choose to stay around after, I'm a chill. That's on you. That's on me. That's yeah. my choice. We can we can watch we can watch ESPN, talk shit, whatever's on TV, divorce court, judge Judy, whatever you know, barbershop shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna get up out of there. Absolutely. That's all. But man, fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, and the man to the right of me can only be. The villain, same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F&D, so talk nice when you see me. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D, one half of this POD. Who else but me is Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, man. Let's chop it up. As we've been doing. <laughs> man, um, 
Oh, I asked you about your week. Um, let me ask you this before we really get rolling. Um, I was watching this. I was watching something. Something on. It was something on TV. And and I wrote, like, I saw a scenario and I was like, I'm going to ask Frank. Since since your wife already is, is annoyed with me <laughs> in general. <laughs> Dude, now that she's catching up on all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just, because, because I know she's such a busy woman, I'm going to start putting my shit. In the in the early part, so she could just go ahead and get it going. Um, let me ask you this. <laughs> so, say you and your wife, y'all been yeah. married for years, as y'all have. Y'all have two and a half beautiful kids. You know, the other Thank one you. bacon. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I ain't gonna say I don't, I don't know how cute he is, but you know, whatever. He got good features from his parents. Hopefully, he'll be all right. Right. Um. <laughs> What if she came to you? What if she came to you today and was like, earlier on in y'all relationship, very early on, like in y'all first six months, she cheated on you for like a couple months. How you handling that? Dude, I'd be hurt. I'd be angry. I couldn't do, I couldn't act on impulse because of the Okay, business. okay. But I, it, it'll change our relationship now. It'll definitely change our relationship now. But I don't, I don't think I holler the voice or anything like that. I'd definitely be angry about it. But y'all stay together. More than likely, we'll stay together because of the kids. But then, is that fair to you though? Because you only stand together for the kids. Man, I put my shit to the side for the kids. I deal with me. Like I feel. I'm delusional enough to think I could get through most shit. Okay. So something I'm glad, I'm like glad that. You, I'm glad you described it that way. <laughs> delusional <laughs> enough. Okay. Yeah. I'm delusional enough to think I could make it through most things. So something like that, I tell myself, Frank would be okay, but Frank has to make sure the babies are okay. And I think the way the babies would be okay if I'm still around. Okay. Because three children being raised in a single parent household isn't just spiteful to the mother. It's harmful to the kids too. That shit is tough on them. To see their mother struggle like that. Whoa, to whoa, be in whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is their mother struggling? You just abandoning the kids? Like, y'all can get no, a divorce and you can still be I'm in the kid's there, life. Again, it takes it takes two to do it. So whether, and I'm not even talking about financially. Like, I mean, let's say spousal support or child support. That's that's out of the question. Let's say not even worried about that. It's the time you put in. Mm. Like, even with one child. It's, it's demanding on the body and mentally it's demanding to to constantly put another person ahead of yourself and put all their needs first. It do it is draining. That's why I commend every single parent, male or female. We know mostly female single parents, but I commend you. It is not easy. Even when when me and my wife just had Miani, it was tough. You know? And then Miani was one and a half. We had another one. And that just, you would think, okay, it's going to be twice as hard. No, it's, that math is weird. It wasn't twice as hard. It was way more than twice as hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now with the third one coming, it's like, okay, we understood w- what the multiplier was when Faye came in the picture. We can only imagine what that multiplier is going to be now that Fahim is coming in the picture. Oh, we got a name. 
Yo, we got a name. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's say that. Let's run that run that back one more time. Yeah, his name's gonna be Fahim. Fahim. Yeah. Okay. So it's middle like, name. We got it. Middle name already? Leonard. Leonard. That yeah. So when Her I brother's was name? born. No, Leonard was my name. When I was first born, my name was Leonard Altima. My father wasn't in the picture. He was out in Haiti doing God knows what. Okay. So when I was born, my mother named me Leonard Altima. She named me basically after herself because her name is Leanna. So when he got back from Haiti and she told him my name, he was furious. He refused to call me by my name. He just called me boy. So much so to the point where it it irked her. So she's like, you're not yeah. going to be... You're not going to call him boy. You're going to call him by his name. And if you want him to be named after you so bad, fine. So my father's name is Francilia, Flancion, but everybody calls him Frank. So she named me Frank Lewis June after him. He still called me boy. Brush <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't trying to laugh. I'm just like, wait, what? It is what it is, bro. I mean, you can't help but to laugh at it. So okay. that's how he got his middle name Leonard. It's actually my my first birth given name. Okay. All right. You learned something new. Hey, y'all learned something new. I learned something new. I I know the nigga 20 years. <laughs> I ain't know the nigga name was Leonard. Now I feel like I gotta call him Leonard from now on. Um, <laughs> you know, real shit, my family in Haiti, that's what they call me. They don't call me Frank. So my family on my mother's side, they still call me. Interesting. And your last name was Altima. Nigga, my you last was destined. Was you was destined. You was always, <laughs> you was born in a baby mama. Like, baby mama called was your last name. Like, that's like, <laughs> you were supposed and to that's have what kids. I I drove one for a while too. <laughs> I had an Altima. I ain't gonna judge you. I had a black one. Dude, Altimas are reliable fucking cars, bro. That shit was clean. I would I would never speak ill of an Altima. Nah. No, it's a baby mama car, but I respect it. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. Baby mama and nurse car. Definitely a lot of nurses. A lot of no nurses have maximus. Nurses move to because that's they Oh, they step in their game up. That's they step because that's when up. they that's when they get their RN behind their name. They start, you know. RN, MSN, BSN, whatever, whatever they throw behind there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what they that's what they start, you know. They get they they get fresh when they get one of those. They got a fresh max, all, you know, all the all the fixings and shit. You know what I'm saying? That fluffy stairwell, we see you. Hey. We see you. The little glittery thing to go around your license plate and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, we see you. But no, bring it back. Bring it back. So um how would I how would I if bringing it back to the whole her telling oh, you this. Oh, so what I was saying about because we're talking about the kids, life. right? So again, to put that type of emotional and mental stress on the mother, if I were to step out the picture, it would definitely affect the kids. Because now she here's my thing though. Hard for, Why would you? Because I think she wouldn't be a single parent; she'd be a co-parent. I think we got. I think we need to. We need to really True. restructure that term. She would. She would be a co-parent, but again, it's a 24-hour job. How much can you co-parent out the home? You can only co-parent to a degree. I'm assuming, I'm assuming the kids would live with you part-time, live with her part-time. Stay with you still, a couple days, that, live, with, live with her a couple days. Even if we did it like that, it's still difficult. I, I'm not saying because, it's not. I'm, I don't, don't, oh, no, no, don't no. get me wrong. I get you because, yeah, you're just looking for a perspective, right? Right. So you're curious. So you ask questions. And so I get it. You're not telling me. You're just curious. Like, hey, I figured it would be like this. Let me know where I'm not seeing it. And that's cool. I respect that 100% because I do the same. 
thing when I don't understand something. I'm not asking questions to say I know more than you. No, not, I'm just not asking at all. questions because it's like, hey, I have assumptions. I think about these things, but clearly I know what I I know what I don't know. Right. So I'm going to ask these questions to, for you to help me understand what I don't know. Okay. Right. That's and exactly where I'm coming from. That. So <clears throat> let's say the kids are with me on whatever random day. That's going to be me having, so we have routines. So I would say between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m., they have to be bathed and fed. So that's three kids you have to bathe and feed. It's like <laughs> trying to wrangle them up and get them to do one thing at the same time, even when it's two of them, just Faye and Miani. So I grab them both, and I walk to the bathroom, and I put them down. While I undress Faye, Miani runs and does something. So now I get Faye undressed, I put her in the tub. I run and grab Miani, because if you call her, hey, come here, it's time for a shower. Kids, are they're, re- they're naturally rebellious. They're not going to listen every time, especially if she found something that caught her interest. Now I got to go grab her and bring her back. And the time of me grabbing her to bring her back, Faye is probably going to grab, crawl out the tub and get into something she wants to do. So it takes energy to do that. Now you're frustrated because it's like 20 minutes went by and I still ain't even cut the water on yet. So now they're both in the shower. I got the water cut on. I'm bathing them. Cool. Right? And even then, they're, uh, when you're bathing them, they may fight each other. They may not want to cooperate. Like, hey, turn so I can wash your back. They might not want to do that. They may, like, Miani doesn't like her face getting wet. So to wash her face, I have to wet the rag, wipe her face, and then wet the rag again to wet it like that. Now, if I just dump water on her face, she gets really upset. You got to be mindful of it. You're, well, all your kids going to have completely different personalities. Understood. You got to be mindful of this. Understood. Faye loves the water. So while Faye is being bathed, she's trying to cut on the shower head. Miani notices her doing that. So Miani's now trying to fight her to not cut on the shower head. Now you got to play referee and break them up from fighting. So now I got to bathe you, stop you from fighting. And then once I'm done bathing you, bathe your sister. The whole time keeping an eye on you, making sure you're not trying to crawl out the tub when my back is turned. Now I finally got all that done. That took energy from me. Now I got to get the both of y'all dressed back downstairs so I could give y'all dinner. So now... I managed to get y'all dressed, get down to dinner. It's been about 45 minutes now. Just bathe the both of you. Okay. I get I get what you, you paint in the picture. That, okay, doing that all by yourself is a lot. Right. But if it's me and my wife, my wife says, hey, look, I'm going to get started on their food while you bathe them. Or if she's upstairs with me, I'm going to get their clothes ready. When you bathe them, just bring them to me. I'm going to clothe them. And then while I'm clothing them, you could go. Down. So everything we do is That's your partner in crime. I'm not trying to. Right. T- I, I get that. I get that. So now we got. We talked about how it would affect the kids. Right. Let's talk about how it would affect y'all. So. Because now I will. F- how is trust between y'all now? It'll definitely be broken. That I would. I would need some understanding of how it happened, and I think, and I don't know if that's me wanting to. Uh, you know, you ever heard the Sometimes phrase, don't ask, don't ask what you don't need? <laughs> like, hey. Exactly. Hey. And I, I'm a firm believer of that. Like, don't ask questions you don't want to hear the answer to. No, never. But in order to, because again, if I'm deciding that, okay, this isn't going to break the relationship, I have to fully come to terms with it and understand why it happens and accept it. 
So now I would have to ask questions because the what ifs are going to eat away at me more than whatever your imagination is going to kill you. And I have a very strong imagination. That nigga whoops my ass frequently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've won. Now fight against that nigga. I can't. <laughs> I can't get into this fight with him. So I would want to know the hurtful details. I would need to find some understanding of why it happened. And I couldn't like. I would. It'll be hard to accept. Oh, it just happened. No, it nothing just happened. Like, were you feeling neglected? Uh, did this person was it itch you needed to scratch? Like, what was it? You know what I mean? He was was he better looking? Like, you got to give me something, whether it hurts me or not. You have to give me something so I can say, okay, now I understand what happened. How? Where do we go from here? How do we build from this point on? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna ask you this. In the details, what's worse? What if she was like, nah, I just, I just, I wanted to fuck him. I, you know, we we fucked for a couple months, and it was there was no emotional attachment. It was just sex. Is that better than no? We didn't have sex, but there was an emotional attachment that was built between us. There was a lot of texting, a lot of talking. He was there for me for this and that. You know what I'm saying? You know, it might have been some kitchen and all that, but we ain't fuck. Da, 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 da. And that went on for a few months. Which one of those would hurt more? Yeah. It depends how it ended. And this is what I mean by that. So let's say she was just fucking a dude. But the dude tried her and he broke whatever trust they had. Then it's like, okay, that's that something definitive happened, that relationship is ended. It's gonna hurt, especially it's gonna it's gonna I mean it's gonna bruise the shit out the ego. Right. But if I know it came to a definitive end, then it's like I think I could move past that. Again, this is me being delusional. I think I could deal with that. Now if it ends where it's like, you know, he moved away, we just stopped talking or you know something where it's open-ended i don't know then it's like that'd be harder to deal with so it's not the scenario both scenarios would hurt damn near equally it's how it how those scenarios ended would determine the level of hurt i would feel so okay if it ended open like like you ever talk to a woman and she's talking about her ex-boyfriend and you could like like let's say you've been on a date with a girl right and y'all get to the point of the date where y'all kind of talk about which I've been through. And she talks about her ex in a way where you're like, oh, you still like that nigga. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we, we, I think we both talked about it on the pod a couple of times or you've been out, you know, you just not out, but like you talking to somebody and you like, or you run into their ex somewhere and you could just see like, yeah. like. You could sense it. Like there's something still there. Like you like, ain't. Comp- yeah. Now, if it's something like that happens in a conversation with the way she talks about it and then it's like, oh, Okay, that's something you still have a spark for this person. Now that would hurt more. Because then it's like, no matter what amount of rebuilding I try, there's still something there. 100%. So the damage is not completely done. Like, there's still more damage to happen. You still carrying shit for him. Right. Since you brought up the ending. Right. Let me ask you this. What if you were to find out it wasn't your wife who wanted to end it? He ended it. It was him. The only reason they st- the only reason they didn't continue is because 
she decided to. I mean, he decided to. Now, see, that's like the open-ending stuff I was talking about. Like, see, an ending like that would feel open to me because I'm more concerned on how it ended on her end because it's a two-way street. So how, how was the road closed on your end? And in that case, that road wasn't closed on your end. All he has to do is lift the barriers on his and he still has access to whatever street he's trying to go down. And I wouldn't like that. Okay. Um, that's the full extent of my question, man. <laughs> I saw the scenario and I was like, let me ask a let me ask a married man who like, how would he deal with that? Now in the scenario, the the family still stayed together, but it was like, how would you deal with that? How you deal with that it hurt? That that like that's a that's a that's a different type of because I believe trust is the hardest thing to build in a relationship. Any relationship, whether it's romantic or y'all friends or whatever. Any relationship. Yeah. I believe it's harder than a motherfucker to rebuild trust in a relationship. Absolutely. Because your mind is always going to tell you, is always going to be weary of trusting a person. And it's going to be incredibly difficult to, to build it high because, I mean, the higher you are, the, the bigger the fall, right? So you're not going to let that person... You're always going to put limits to how far they build the trust. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So if they do something nice for you, it's like, why exactly are you doing this? You're not going to appreciate it as much because you're always going to feel there might be an agenda behind it. Everything is not going to hit the same. The surprises ain't going to hit the same. Definitely the sex and romance ain't going to hit the same. Not for a while, at least. Not for a while. Yeah, for a while it's not. Shit, it's going to be torture on you because, again, like I said, my imagination is a motherfucker. It's going to be hard for me to look at you and not see you with another person. Even if I've never seen the person, don't know what the fuck they look like. Oh, I'm let me tell you. To know. By the time he she tells you that she cheated and, and you know who it is, you're going to find that nigga. <laughs> you're going to find yeah. that nigga. You gonna, yeah, your, your subconscious is going to make you look for... I wouldn't want to, but it's... Let me run this name through Facebook real quick, see what comes up. <laughs> let me hit the Googles. Let me let me see what comes up. She did say nigga he moved to Pompano. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'ma I'ma start looking. <laughs> but it's it's human, it's a it's a human response to it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's funny that you asked me that. Because when I was when I was single and I was listening to, let's say, Charlemagne talk about the infidelity in his relationship, and he would always say, you know, cheating isn't a deal breaker. As a single person, being naive to what married people deal with, I was like, man, you got me fucked up. You cheat, that's it. Now being in this position and you ask me that, it's like, no, he's right. Because there's so many other variables that you have to think about. It's never, like, whenever I do something now, although... And I know my wife is going to hear this. Although I may not talk to her about it, she may think I just react. It's never me thinking about me. It's always thinking about how is this going to benefit the family. And sometimes I fit, I do stuff impulsive because it's like, okay, it's a short decision. And I don't have a, a wide window to make this. Or I feel it's a no-brainer. This will definitely help my family, so I do it. But I never think about, oh, is this just cool for Frank? It, I had not thought like that in years. Literally since, especially since Miani came in the picture. Before, it, I'm not going to lie. It was hard to adjust 
Frank and Marie. Like, mm-hmm. Frank, your, your thoughts and your decisions don't just affect you. It affects you and her. That took a while to adjust to. But the moment Miani came in the picture, at that, but by that time, I was already adjusted to the Frank and Marie thing. But when Miani came in the picture, it was absolutely no question. Like, everything I do, she comes first. So in a scenario where it's like you're putting a strain on the family, it's like, I understand what Frank wants, but Frank doesn't come first. What is best for Miani? What is best for Faye? What is best for Fahim? And that's, even if we're not as romantically involved as we once were, if me and her could still work as a team to raise them, that is what's best for them, and that's what I'll do. Mm. That's a different type of love. That's a different type of love to have for... Because for, your children, as people describe your children, that's like your heart living outside of your body. Like, Absolutely. It's like like you literally took your heart out and was like, hey, the most vulnerable part of me, hey, go, go run around. I'm going to leave my heart with some people who I don't personally know just to watch them for eight hours and then I'm going to come back. Like, I, I, I don't get it, but, I, but I, I hear where you're coming from. I always try my right. best to not tell people I understand something that I've never experienced. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like no, when people lose you. parents and stuff like that, I never tell you I understand. I don't. I have not experienced that. I will be here for you. You need anything, I'm, I'm right there. But I can't tell you what that feels like. You know what I'm saying? It, so I can't it comes tell off you. It's disingenuous too, because it's like, how do you know you? How the never fuck you understand? Me. Shut the fuck up. Right. But, and I say that because that's how I would think. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, you don't fuck it. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, okay. All right. But I mean, you know, you got to give her the credit. She didn't have to tell you. She didn't have to. And don't get me wrong. See, little things like that, when it happens, you would appreciate, you won't appreciate it in a moment because the anger will take over there at that point. But that would be somewhere it's like, I'm glad you, after a while, you'll probably come around and be like, you know, I'm glad you told me. And you would be curious, why did you tell me? Like, was it the guilt? What was it? You yeah. Know? But, and then another thing, you would you would be more appreciative if it came from her versus finding out in the else. streets. You never want to get bad news about your relationship from another source. That is, that is some else. Love will come crashing down like a motherfucker. Because mm-hmm. then the first thing is like, well, if you know, who else knows? Then and, and then the and then and then the web keeps going because just because maybe her sister knew maybe, you know what I'm saying it's one thing to be hurt in a relationship it's another thing to be publicly embarrassed and feel betrayed because not only do you feel betrayed by her you feel betrayed by the family because maybe you used to drop her off to the old girl and that's where nigga come pick her up at you know what I'm saying it's like it's such a it's such a, a nasty web that could be weaved mm-hmm. in that situation. Friendships were hurt because when I got cheated on. People that I was cool with knew before I did, and they didn't tell me. And that hurt more than the person cheating on me. Like, you were supposed to be my dog. Like, you couldn't tell me? You couldn't hint anything? Couldn't send a blues clue, my nigga? Like, you just had me out here looking goofy as fuck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dumb in love? You got me out here looking like that? Yeah. I'm the nigga when people walk in the room, they get the whisper and shit. Like, dog, ain't nobody trying to be that. Not at all. Not at all. I, I feel you. Exactly. Though. I feel you though. <laughs> Been cheated on totally. I like I, that. I say I can understand. Like 
Yeah. <laughs> that I don't understand. I, my, it wasn't it wasn't as much as like my friends being involved. Like my, you know, I didn't have that. But nigga, that feeling, that shit, that shit burning you for days. Like you, and for a time you can't even say nothing. Like I, I honestly, I don't know what to say to you. Like I, I, right. I have no words for you. I don't know. Cause who, and if I do say something to you, I promise you, it's gonna be something I'm gonna regret. So that's why I'm not talking. It, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be the anger talking, it's gonna be the frustration, it's gonna be the embarrassment talking. So it's best we not say nothing to each other. This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N dee.com to save 10% on all purchases use coupon code samurai pro at checkout love comes crash so speaking of love come crashing down did you hear about the uh car crash out in Fort Lauderdale a car crash <laughs> so um <laughs> the one with fellatio so there was a head on collision Literally, head-on. There was a head-on collision. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, man. There was a head-on collision out in uh, out in Fort Lauderdale where young man uh, and, and his lady friend, um, they were engaging in... She was engaging in some oral sex on him. I guess they were both engaging in oral sex, right? I guess you could say it like yeah, that, Yeah, she right? was performing. He was receiving. Yeah. And, you know, the young man got a little distracted, as, as one might do in that, while he was driving. And it crashed into a FedEx truck. The, the drive, this nigga actually, first, for what blew my mind is they admitted that that's what was going on, right? Because <laughs> I would I'll tell you, ain't no way we would have ever said that. <laughs> no way. Second thing, the nigga admitted, like he said, his penis nearly got bitten off because the impact caused her to bite down. I bet. That's probably why he admitted it. They saw blood in his crotch region. It was like, dude, is you okay? And I'm sure she had a mouthful to say. Um, <laughs> I knew that would get you a smile. <laughs> uh, what was your first thoughts? Like, snap judgment. Quick, first thoughts right now. What was it? Why the fuck did they tell people that? Like, why did they tell people that? I would have never admitted it. Either. I would have said a fucking like y'all. Did, y'all would have had to determine that we was that she was sucking my dick. <laughs> like y'all, y'all would have had to have used detective. Y'all would have called had to call Stabler. Y'all would have had to call all the niggas from Law and Order. Y'all, y'all would have had to determine that that's what was going on. Because I'd have been like, she did what? No sir, that's Man. not saliva on my dick. <laughs> Dude, how good that head had to be for you to lose sight of the road, my nigga. Like, bruh. You know what? That shit. Dog, the shit had to be fine. Car crashes every day, B. So how good was that head? Dude, a FedEx truck, nigga, you know how big a FedEx truck is? You could damn near see that shit with your eyes closed. It was a, it was a FedEx so, van. It was a white van. Still, white is highly reflective. You could have saw that shit coming. Agreed. I'm not, I'm not taking from that. But you say something. That nigga didn't feel... He veered in the oncoming traffic, so he didn't feel the car tires go do 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 over those reflective lights in the middle of the road. Hey, she was in oh. that. She was in that guap. Like How she was in that guap, guap three thousand. Like she was. 
She was probably giving the nigga the twisty. She was nigga, doing that was everything. Ted, that was to die for. It, hey, hey, they almost did. <laughs> they, they almost did. did. Nigga, they almost did. You know how good it had to be for you to admit that's what it was? I would feel, if I was admitting, I car, at least had the bus. If you was in the car with either Tiana or Corinne, and that would happen, you probably would have been saying this too. Hey, I was getting neck. FedEx job looking at you like, I feel you. I see you. If I was you, I would have been there too. Wear that shit like a badge of honor. Like. <laughs> exactly. She got so whoever me, kid. that woman is, got a good head on the shoulder. She must. She must. She must, right? Hey, I, honestly, I'd be like, hey, dog, we don't even got to call the cops. It's fire, as you can see. Just do like I live. Hey, Poppy, just tell me how much the damage is. Here's my number. Call me and I pay for it. No, because I'm gonna be like, cause cause guess what? Cause now we're gonna get we're gonna get all sorts of charges because you're not supposed to be doing that shit out in the world. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You exchange numbers like, hey, don't call the police. Just tell me what the damages are and I'm gonna pay for it. No, listen to them. Stay with me. Stay with me. They don't give you their real phone number. They don't, they don't. But stay with me. So, you know, we could get in trouble. Like, we could, you know, there's additional charge besides the the reckless, you know, driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could fuck around. They could put us on a on a uh Sex offender list. A registry? Yeah. Now I can't fucking pick up even my kid. Oh, yeah. Even if you're in the car, yeah. Because yeah. it's because it's because you out in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So now it's like What if your car had tents? Because they can they still do that? Does it still count? If your car got tents? Well, that's a little too technical. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We gotta look into the law. But at that point, it'd be like, bruh, um, hey babe, I ain't trying to offer you up, but I mean, I ain't trying to be on no list. Fool, you see the you see the head fire, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> y'all don't want to work nothing out before we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before we fuck around and fuck around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, then I'm, when police come, they're gonna be like, "Sir, why are you bleeding? What you gonna tell them? That time of the month?" No, nah, man. The, it, you know the the same thing we all blaming on. Man, the airbag. Like, I ain't expected to hit me like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The impact was crazy. That's it, bro. Why we gotta call the police? We could call the tow trucks and just kill, like we could just kill it right here. Why we gotta call the police? Hey, whenever somebody said you want to call the police, nah, we straight. <laughs> right? But see, since it's a work truck, that nigga is not going back to the garage with that shit looking like that. Yeah, he you know what? He he got to get an incident report. He got to. Got to. Got to. You know what they're gonna ask him as soon as he get back to the warehouse? What? How bad was she? Was she fine? Because you going to... Dude, that is converse. That's water cooler talk all day. Hey, man, y'all niggas won't believe... You know conversation good when it start like that. Hey, nigga, y'all won't believe what happened to me. Yeah. You, saw, you seen the news? Yeah, man, that was me who they hit. She was giving the nigga head and all. Did you see it? Nah, I ain't seen his dick. She was fine? Yeah, she was fine as fuck. Wait. Shit, if the shooter Wait. hit me something, head, I would have been like, cool, you know? Car got a little scratch on it. I wouldn't have said nothing, but shit, they didn't want to give me nothing, so I told them to call the police. Yeah, fuck that. You know how niggas lie. Because <laughs> you know, you know we're going to embellish the story. Because I still got to oh, come out of that shit. I got to come in that shit looking like a G. Here, like, you know what I'm saying? I say, I, I, honestly, I would like, if she want to give me head, then we, you know, we could, we could, you know, we could just swap it out. But nah, you know, there was some flaw shit. So nah, man, I, called the, I told her to call the police. Fuck it. I need a report. And all actuality, you got out that truck down there panicking because you had four orders left. And he was like, damn, I'm going to get in trouble if I was sending these overnight packages to their destination. Nah, it ain't even that. (laughs) 
let me tell you, if I get into a car accident, that's not my fault. Usually, in the car since I've been in, I get out pissed. Like, bro, you fucking up my whole fucking day. <laughs> fuck that, bro. Like, that's the dumb. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I, the, 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 when I was on my way to school to study for my final exam, my final exam ever. Some, oh, the last one. Some dumbass jit decides to switch. He was driving in front of me. He switched lanes to the left. To swerve back in to make a, a right turn. And he clipped you. He hit the back of my car. Yeah, you know what I mean? Clipped you. Nigga. And then he was like, oh, I was just trying to make a right turn. Nigga, you changed lanes. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't make you don't change lanes to make a right turn. He was new to driving, I could tell. He was a young jit. But when I got out of the car, I was like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Scared his ass. He called his parents. <laughs> his parents got there before the cops got there. Like, it turned into a Damn. whole thing. But, like, I wasn't trying to scare him, but it was like, nigga, like, I'm already, this is my last exam. I'm nervous I and mean, shit. It's the day before I need to go study. Big black dude that is upset scares a lot of people in this world. It scared the look. It scared, it scared him. It scared him. And he, was, he wasn't black. Was he black? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, he was scared. Like, oh, our last thing I need is this nigga swinging on me. I kept my distance. Daddy I didn't approach him. I didn't approach him like that. Fight. I didn't approach him like that. Like I, I was to mad, you, but I was mad from my door. To you, you right. You didn't approach him like you that. Right. You don't know how they perceived you. Because there's a lot of times where I think I wasn't threatening at all. I thought I was kind of mild mannered, and they were like, "Oh, well, he said this," and when they kind of mimic what you said and did, it's like, "Nigga, I didn't do nothing like that." That's how you saw me. You said I made a growling noise. All I said was, all right, cool. I'm like you. <laughs> Nigga, I was a little aggressive. It was a little, it was a little DMX and shit. <laughs> like, like yeah. it was a little strong. Like, what the fuck? But yeah, you never know how people see you, bro. You raise your voice past a couple of octaves, and them motherfuckers think you you are rated shit. Like, nah, nigga. I'm just excited. I ain't mad. Like, relax. Yeah, that's why when I'm around certain people. Try to keep the voice level to yeah. a safe level so they don't think, you know, they don't get nervous. No, I, I do that. I do that. It's how you move in certain yeah. circles. You you do. Yeah, you got to move a certain way. You can't you can't be yourself, self. Because, you know, if you be yourself, they get a little nervous. Like, oh, I don't know how he going to respond. Especially when you're a little bit bigger than people. And I'm not even a big, I don't think I'm a big dude. But. You six what? Six one? Six? I'm six two two twenty. Nigga, you a big ass nigga. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you're not that skinny. You still have this 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 thought of being that skinny, taller kid from like middle school. You're not that nigga no more. You don't put on dad right. weight. You don't. You don't. You used to lift at some point. Then got you carrying yeah. a little bit heavy in your stomach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't try to be real with you. Like you know what I'm saying? You not. You ain't no pushover, my nigga. <laughs> he had to say in your stomach. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you. That's the nicest way I've been called a fat ass. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I, I'm the last nigga to talk. I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? You you ain't no small kid no more. You you grow. That's probably what it is. Cause I still see myself as that 140-pound high school senior. Nah, that's not you. That's not you. Not and and, and and you got threatening hairdos now. I I can't trust you. You look like you like you look like you into some shit. Tattoos down the arm. 
You you killed at least three people. As you walked up to me, I know you killed three people. I'm scared for my life. Yeah. And that's another thing. The tattoos and not a hair, I really got to be mindful of. Just can't be talking any kind of way. You can't be making any kind of movements. You're going to make people nervous. What is going on? Is all sorts of... Because my volume is low? Is there music playing in the background? Sweetie, you can put the volume down a little bit. I think she's watching one of her shows, Summertime or some shit. She be finding these foreign shows and she get all into it. You know the so girls? Summertime takes place in France, but it's really bad lip sync. But the motherfuckers be, be moving their lips in all kind of crazy ways. And they'll say some shit like, what you mean? But they move their lips for like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it's one called Who Kills Sarah, right? It's I like think I heard about. It. I think that's popular, ain't it? It's popular. It's like a little telenovela, but it got like it, it's a telenovela that got like maybe like a, a HBO backing. You know what I'm saying? Like it got a little, oh, it got so a little it, funded it, behind it. Good. It got a little yeah, yeah, funded yeah. behind it, but nah, man. That Who Killed Sarah? I ain't gonna lie to you. I watched the first season. The shit to get you, but yeah, the lip sync is fucking horrible. Horrible. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Since we was talking breakups earlier, let me talk. Let's talk about the breakup that rocked the the, the black community this this past week. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Michael yeah. B. Jordan, Lori Harvey broke up. This really ain't to speculate much on them. I'm just taking the scenario of what it could be. Because I mean, speculating that's the fun part. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm about to say, we can play with it. We gonna we gonna play a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we I ain't trying to be gossipy, but we gonna play a little bit. We gonna. I don't, I don't buy into the whole, whatever. Let's play a little bit. I know recently she deleted all their photos from her Instagram, all their cute selfies. Oh no, what the late, all the ussies. That's what the kids call yeah. them. <laughs> right. Okay, let me ask you. Since we talked that scenario earlier, when would it be too soon for her to delete photos with you in them off her Instagram? Too soon? Yeah. Say y'all broke too up. Too soon will be. It would too soon is before the breakup. Like, but the moment you break up with me, I guess you're free to do it in that moment. I guess it hurts more the more immediately you do it. But if we break up at 5 p.m. and you delete the pictures at 501, I get it. But if you if we break up at 5 p.m. on Monday and you don't delete the pictures till Friday, then that means there was still a window of some sort. But I guess the picture would just let me know how definitive it is. So if you, I mean, if we tell each other like, hey, this ain't working, that'll just tell me, oh, she done done with my ass. But I get But it. some of the pictures got you and the kids. What if she delete them? Now you, now you not in them pictures no more. Like you don't exist no more. Not not on her Instagram at least. Oh, you. so you're not just saying me, they, you're saying that this is me and my wife. I, I, bro, and I, we kids. can only live our life. We living our life. Okay. Now see that, <laughs> That would be weird. I'd be upset about that because it's like, nigga, we was married. Like, everybody knows I'm in this picture. I'm in all the pictures. Your kids look like me. So. You no longer a part of her story, though. Not in that way anymore. Okay, this is us. <laughs> is that where I took it? Is that where I took it? I wasn't trying to take it there. I wasn't trying to take it there. But I'm just saying, like, no. you no longer part of her story in that way. Then the story continues. You don't need to go back and delete chapters. That's okay. I, I probably feel a type of way about that. Okay. 
Lori Harvey deleted some pictures, so I'm, I know I would feel a little bit of a way, because it's like the world right. just kind of found out, and all of a sudden, now I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't, <clears throat> it was all good. Then the world found out. Now I'm a, like immediately you just remember. So you know I'm gonna feel a little. I'm gonna feel a way. That that hurts when the world starts to know what's going on. Like, like see to them since they're famous, it's the world finding out. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare wish that on my worst enemy. Yeah, but for for you, it'd be when your family's it, found out. Yeah, it's the family and friends. Because then you got people that you know, but don't really they like like they never ask you anything about your relationship. Mm-hmm. But then they come in with the what happened. Like, nigga, why do you want to, me? if, if like, if, so if, let's say her mother were to ask me what happened, I get it, because her mother, she talks to both sides, there's communication there. Her sisters, I get it. My sisters, my brother, my mother, I get it. But if it's somebody who has no bearing on the relationship and they act, what's the benefit of me telling you, you just trying to be nosy? And right now, I'm not in the mindset to entertain a nosy person. Like, I'm not trying to hear none of that. Don't ask me what the what happened. If you hear what happened, find out through the grapevine to somebody else. You're not gonna get it from me. I, okay, I, I'm with you. Cause, cause if you <laughs> you never gave a fuck about my relationship before, don't give a fuck now. Like I like exactly. Cause at this point, I, I barely got it for her. So nigga, I ain't gonna have shit for you. Like, get the fuck out my face. We, we could you could ruin a whole friendship just trying to be extra friendly. Not even extra friendly, extra nosy. Right. Okay. So I'm with you on that. Then you know, that was like her move. And then now uh, you know, they saw Michael B. Jordan at the at the at the Golden State game and niggas, niggas, you know, he made the little faces, niggas already done. Like that nigga look heartbroken, you know? <laughs> That should have told you. Every nigga who saw the picture, their first mind was, oh, because that's how I found out about the breakup. Because <laughs> when I saw him, I'm like, that nigga don't look too happy. Like, he look like he hurt. So you so like, you recognize, I, you saw your reflection. Recon- <laughs> <laughs> you recognize the hurt in that nigga's face. That's why yeah, I was a hurt I'm like, nigga. Dude, I, I, I know those eyes. Like, <laughs> I'm very intimate with those eyes. I've been there before. Like, that's, bruh, that is so tough. Going out into the world when you don't feel like it, bruh. I mean, that nigga came up. Hey, yo, I got tickets to the finals. You trying to go? Shit, I don't know. The next time they're gonna be at Golden State, they might get swept. So fuck. Yes, I'm over here. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm here. So I guess, I guess why I not? I gotta live my life, right? <laughs> Say stupid shit like that to suck yourself up. I guess I gotta live my life. Cool. You get out there, you forget you famous. Camera pans to you. Hey, everybody, look. Michael B. Jordan's in the, in the crowd. Now you got a camera lingering on you for 10 seconds. You only got three seconds worth of smile in you. <laughs> Just try to... That's like... like. Imagine you run into, like... You run into y'all, like, y'all couple friends. You happen to be at the mall. They run in. You run into at least two... two so, so, I, so I can make it seem a little bit more... More uh, intimidating. It's two of the couples together. They they happen to be shopping together. You run into them at Aventura. Solo. Solo, dolo. God, y'all, you alone now. Now. And it, it wouldn't know to make it worse. Because when a breakup happens, friendships break up too. It's rare that both people stay friends with a mutual friend. Oh, yeah. Usually, 
they pick sides. It's either they become more cool with the girl. They still, still fuck with you, but you're not going to see them as much. One person is going to see the couple friends more than the other person saw them. So let's say this was the couples that chose her side and you run into them. Oh, bro, that makes shit awkward. Because they're going to give it a fake ass. Oh, hey. Oh, man, that shit hurt. That shit hit a little hey. different. <laughs> They, they can't ask how you doing or how's it going because they already know. So they just got to say other pleasantries. Hey, you looking good. You good? Okay, good. Okay, bye. Yeah, you only got, because you only got a couple seconds of smile. Like you said, a couple seconds of smiling. Yeah, I only got three seconds of smiling. Yeah, yeah. No, Don't no, I'm, I'm all right. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And you got to ask leading questions. You look good. You doing good, right? All right, yeah. Yeah, you staying, you staying, you you staying out over, you staying out of and and back in Liberty City now. Okay, okay. <laughs> it can't say yo, you back at your mom's crib. No, no. You you in the city now, right? Okay. Yeah. No, we be out there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do they even say that? I know we not going to hang out, so what's the point? Yeah. But okay. Yeah. But. I don't know. So, so I was trying to put myself in the situation like I was. And I've been the older guy dating the woman in her mid-20s. Have you dated a younger girl? You no. got you got attached so fast, nigga. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> y'all been together almost a decade at this point. Yeah. We're on that side of it. We've been together about seven years. Been married five. This year makes five years. Amen. Amen. Gotta do something special. Try not to get her pregnant. Yes. This time. Huh? We had this talk last episode. Not, My nuts it. is we're not doing it, nigga. Und- like I like you already said, even after the vasectomy, you can still get a pregnant. And I honestly, your track record, you will baby number four. I'm already naming it. <laughs> <laughs> and at this time, you got to get an M name because you already got an M, two Fs. Got to get another M to balance it out. I don't know why I was even entertaining that. I'm over here nodding like yeah, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> no, nigga, <laughs> you're gonna it. get another. And I'm like I'm saying, you gotta you. I'm just saying, Marvin's right there. Marvin's right there for a boy if you come across it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Quick little balance. But I've been the older dude dating a, a younger woman. And because women in their mid-20s around that time, they usually want to date older guys. And when we were younger, we didn't like we didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, they usually want to date older guys. Because one... We're more established now. The things we right. wanted to do in our twenties, we actually can afford to do without without Absolutely. going broke to do. Because let me tell you, in my twenties, all I could offer you was some love and some dick. We can go back to your mama house or mine. <laughs> like, like in my in my early twenties, that's all I had. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm be I'm be honest, I didn't have it like that. I didn't have it like that. I didn't have I had you know I had enough to you know you know you know get you some Wendy's on the way to the crib. You know I make sure you was fed. You know what I'm saying? We might do we might do a Chili's, a two for 20. You know what I'm saying? But right. you know what I'm saying? That was splurge. Get a movie out. Option was very limited. Options were very limited. You know what I'm saying? But us men in our in our in our in our mid-30s, like we're more established. We 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 know what we want. We if we want to do something, we just go and do it. And I understand why that's appealing to a woman, especially in her, you know, in her in her mid-20s. But what comes with that, and I'm talking from experience, what comes with that is 
I'm a little bit more ready for the commitment than, than others are. You know what I'm saying? Because when I met you, I saw you, we got together. You're what I want. I see the, I see the future with you. From you, you still may be building. You still may be trying to figure out what it is that you're doing in your life. She's still young. She's still figuring herself out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I've been that... I've been that person. And you know what? On the flip side, I've been the younger one, too. So, on the flip side, I think I told you, like, I dated a girl. I dated, I dated a woman who was nine years my senior. The age gap for me wasn't that big, but I've been the younger person. I felt like we were in two completely different spaces. And we were. Or phases. She, what she, what I felt she was ready for was stuff I was nowhere near ready for. And it just wasn't going to work. I, we, we were just not, we were not in a place to do that. I, I, right. I wasn't in a place. Like I, when I look back, we should have never been together. We got along. Like I learned a lot from her. I'm not, I don't like, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without having met her. And I, I stand on that. I have no hatred towards that woman in any way. When we ended, even my friends were like, oh, y'all going to get back together. When we ended, we ended. It was done. I ain't spoke to her since. But oh, I still okay. don't hate her. You know what I'm saying? She did, you know, I take it back. She did reach out one time when a hurricane was coming. And I was like, no, I'm straight. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but that was it. Like, We'll have that conversation as we get deeper in the hurricane season. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find somebody to weather the storm with. Nah, you good. <laughs> Stay over there with your mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been, I, also, I've been the younger one who, like, I, I was not ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. She, her, like I said, I was mid-20s. She was mid-30s. Her clock was ticking a different time than mine was. Right. So, like, I, I get, like, I could get both sides of this. Both sides of the breakup. So, man, sometimes you just got to... Sometimes people just not for you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, two people who are really... She was important in your life or, you know, and y'all just met at the wrong time. In a different life, absolutely, it could have worked out, but it didn't. But look, look, you had... um, Carisha Please just dropped. Um, I don't know if you... I don't know if you stopped to to see it and listen to it yet. It dropped what yesterday, and that shit got over right a million now, views already. One point eight, that shit is booming. People love it, and and I think it, it played. They you know it's smart on them. They they played on the you know the Diddy thing, and honestly, Diddy answered more questions than I thought he was gonna answer. To be real, absolutely. I learned more about their relationship. Absolutely. I learned more about their relationship than I thought. Now, mind you, I didn't go in there to, to get into messy shit. I just think that she's funny. Like I think that girl has a really good personality. I think she can she, go far in that space. Her name fits her well. Young Miami? My God. If, if anybody who's not from Miami, if you're curious to know what a Miami person sounds like, listen to her. Her cadence, her lexicon, all of that shit is so fucking Miami. Like, I, I couldn't get far into the interview. I told my wife, I'm like, she sounds just like the people we went to school with. The same way they were when they were in high school. She's just, just Miami ignorance at its finest. And I loved every so second of is. it. <laughs> I loved every second of it. The way she, the way she would like cut him off, like tell him not to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the shit, the shit that attracts me to Miami girls, that's 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 right here. You know what I'm saying? That, that's Liberty City right here in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, she definitely City, Carol sounds City. like the crib. Like that is, you're gonna be, you're gonna gravitate because she again, she sounds like the girls we went to school with. Like you can relate to her off the bat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, saying shit like like we and single. She seemed, like Puffy said, when when she asked him, you know, why you mess with me, and he's like, you're authentic. I believe that 100%. I don't think that's an act or anything. I think that is her. I think I think we get who... We say Carisha like we really know that girl. I think we get Carisha. Like, Young Miami is Carisha turned up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still her, but she's turned up. Like, you and me on this podcast. Right. We're us, but we turn it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we're kind of antisocial. <laughs> in general <laughs> but when we're all here we turn it up a little bit you know for, for the thing but a lot of that is her she's very authentic and I didn't really I wasn't really no big city girls fan but I you, it's hard not to gravitate to their energy you know what I'm saying but right. that's another older guy dating a younger a younger woman and she like you know we, we not together we how did she say they single but they go together yeah, that's, that's some of the most Miami shit ever in life. So you been you got you kind of got out of it just in time, but the situationship life you ain't for it, okay? Like, think about it though. For him to say, you know, I'm single but I'm dating, and she said we go together, and he's like, okay, cool, whatever you want. You can only say that kind of shit if you're a billionaire, because let you tell a woman that like you like you. That nah, I'm single, but you know we talk, we cool. Let you try to pull that shit off. She gonna look at you like nigga, you crazy. But if you got it like Diddy, it's like you can say basically whatever the fuck you want. I'm gonna take it because I understand. Ain't too many niggas in your position that I could just readily go to. But if you're a regular Best Buy nigga, you can't talk to me like that. Fuck out of here. Who the hell you think he was talking about? You single, but we just talking. Nah, you. I'm gonna need a commitment from you. Puffy, I can let Puffy run around and do what the fuck he want. As long as I'm getting a piece of it, a piece of Puffy is better than a whole of somebody else. So I'm okay with that. Damn. That's a fucked up way of thinking, though. <laughs> Think about it. Dude, the niggas, she asked him something about a vacation. He was like, yeah, we could go to Mexico and visit tequila farms or some shit. Agave farms or whatever the fuck it was. She said, let's go tomorrow. And that's a thought. He can... He can Honestly, entertain. He literally entertained him for a second. He was like, well, I can't go tomorrow, but we'll... Yeah, (laughs) he can actually entertain that shit. And then when when he say go tomorrow, it ain't, oh, pack your bags. It's not, let's just go. Whatever you wear, I can buy it there. I don't know about you, but I can't live that life. You got the budget and plan for shit like that. Yeah, we got a, you know, we got to at least get a couple toothbrushes. (laughs) <laughs> we got we got some toothbrush, you know. Hey, hey, bring your toilet. Nigga, juice. I couldn't. My nigga, I couldn't even find you an agave farm on the map, let alone go there tomorrow. Well, he owns Deleon. You know what I'm saying? He he know an agave farm somewhere. Of course, I'm just saying, like <laughs> regular niggas ain't on it like that. Hell, even a scammer she may come across don't even got it like that. Let's go to Mexico tomorrow. Okay, let me look into a BNB and see what I could do. No, it don't work like that. Puffy probably already has a house in Mexico. Oh, you you probably right. 
Puffy, Carisha, that's cool. But Michael B. Jordan about to go on a tear. I'm going to just let y'all know that. <laughs> nigga, like I said, who, who the fuck I said this to? I'm like, that nigga's going to be okay. He's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now. And it's rumored he's going to be in Black Panther 2. So he's going to have a blockbuster movie drop by the end of the year. That nigga's going to be okay. And isn't he working on the next Creed as well? He's directing like, he it too. He has a couple of... He has a, a, another few projects in the pipeline. It ain't even just Black Panther 2. He has, I want to say, at least three projects in the pipeline. That nigga's going to be fine. I'm glad you talked talking. And don't nothing women love more than a hurt nigga. Women love to give dudes sympathy coochie. That nigga's going to be drowning in sympathy coochie. He's going to be fine. That's the tear I was talking about. <laughs> he about to run through some of these some of these women. He is. Now, women, I'm going to be real with y'all. Here go y'all warning. Y'all y'all love to give some sympathy coochie. But guess what? Ain't nobody ready to dismiss you faster than a hurt nigga. Okay? Because guess what? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to commit that much to you. This is it. We, you got a trip or two out of me. Some sex. Maybe a date or two, a nice dinner. Then that's it. That's it. See you next lifetime. Exactly. Don't get too close. Might burn you. Exactly. But Lori Harvey back to the streets, so... Our boys have fun. Let me tell you, that woman... She a different breed. She futured future, okay? (laughs) (laughs) She a different I knew breed. she was different when she dated uh, Puffy son and then dated Puffy. I'm like, oh, how you do that? But again, I mean, if you see her, you kind of understand. I'm pretty sure Puffy and the son had that talk. Like, Justin, I know it. I know how it looks, but I mean, you get it, right? You weren't that serious with her, right? <laughs> yeah, you ain't like her like that. Like, yeah, like you ain't like her like her. Yeah, you ain't like it like it like that. I might have fucked around a little bit. <laughs> like you might, you know, you might have kicked it with her a little bit, but you ain't like it like it. You don't mind if I take her out her a little bit, right? I'm just gonna take her for a spin. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right, man. <laughs> Justin, that nigga Justin was home punching air. That nigga had to. That nigga had to be mad, bro. That nigga had to be mad. On that note, man, give me an old school vibe of the week. Shout out to Tito. The old school vibe is for him. It's Kanye West. Late. One of my favorite tracks. Remember, Kanye Kanye is in the goddamn box, okay? But his old music, you got to still show that shit love, bro. It's so good. Fine. Go ahead. You didn't fuck with the track late? I'll be late for that. You ain't fuck with that shit. It was a vibe. It ain't my favorite Kanye song. It ain't, it ain't in my top 10. It's probably not even my favorite song on the album, to be honest. Is it in my top 10? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I, I can't definitively say it's not in my top 10 right now. I gotta think. I like that song. Okay. Not even for reckless? You mean I missed my major by a couple of seconds? I, I, I hear you and all. I hear you, but that ain't. You know what's funny? 
no knock on that song, but I don't know that song ain't resonate with me the way the way, and that's off some of the best albums. Those, those I don't think that anyone's song, had a uh, had a. Shit. Sh- was that on? I think that was on Dropout. Yeah, I don't think, I think anyone had a Dropout. trilogy like Kanye. Um, those first three albums. Debatable who had the best trilogy? That is very debatable with Kanye up there. Yeah, since we since we saying them now, you brought them back out the box. But I don't know if any, and we may have talked about that before. But I don't know if anybody's had a had a, a first three album run like Kanye. We're talking three classics. I in my I know, standards. I know. What do you consider Kendrick's first album? Section eighty. Section eighty. So it'll be Section eighty, Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pepper Butterfly. Uh, although I love Kendrick, it don't, it ain't on Kanye's level. Yeah. And he's the first person other than Kanye that I could think of. So, nah, man, shit, three run? I'm not going to lie, man, Kanye's first three run, that nigga was batting damn near a thousand. Like, I don't know what to tell you. No. That's hard. Yeah. I don't know, man. I got to put some serious thought. And even if you were to say... Even if you were to say not their first three albums, just a three album stretch. So whether it was three albums in the middle or their last three albums or whatever, shit, it's still, still hard. a lot of people not touching them. It's still hard. Um and I'm sure I'm sure the listeners gonna go on, gonna kill us and tell us about all the 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 trilogy, three straight albums that were the best albums ever. But um but I yeah, would if y'all, if y'all could think of a three album run that's better than Drop out late registration and graduation. Please tell us. I like to hear your opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's your old school? My old school. You know they've been. <laughs> they ended up been killing genuine this this last couple, this <laughs> last couple days. <laughs> you um, seen the one moving the couch? When he moved the, the couch edit. back. Hey. Hey, I go like, hey, let me tell y'all, y'all niggas, y'all are good, man. Y'all, the internet is so undefeated, man. That shit is crazy. That shit is hilarious to me. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I because of Genuine seeing him on there. I went back to some of his classics. I'm going Differences by Genuine. That's that my whole life has changed. Oh yeah. We know that one. It's a beautiful song. No, Genuine, let me tell you, does it y'all front if you want. Genuine was on a tip, like around that time, he had that, he had in those jeans. He had that I love you more every day. I mean, he had a production monster behind him. He had a strong team. But, I mean, Vices being what they are got the best of them. There's no reason. Had he stayed on the path he was on, he would We would have been talking about him like one of the biggest RB stars ever. Because he was he was the man in RB when RB was like at the peak RB phase. You know what I mean? Uh, was he the man? Who was really bigger than him? Like, who? Women loved him. I mean, on music charts, every time he dropped a song, he was killing it. Um, if I was to say, um, if I was to say the people who I think were above him at the time, in his heyday, in his heyday, let me let me let me run him. Let me run him. He who shall not be named. Okay, we, he's a given. Like we already know that guy. <laughs> I gotta give it to Usher. Bigger than Genuine. But Genuine's yeah. a little bit before Usher. No, he's not. So, okay, so when... 
Okay, so Genuine came out, would you say we was like fourth, fifth grade, maybe? Or third grade? But Usher was already around. Usher was, Usher been, Usher, Usher came been, out in like fifth grade, though. That's when Usher really hit the scene. Was it, did he not? Usher was really killing it when we was in middle school. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. I'm telling you. It, when, when, when Genuine was hitting his, 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 when Army the stride that we're talking, we're talking middle school stride, both of them. When they were both in their stride, Usher was bigger than him. Usher was definitely bigger than Genuine. Okay, so you gave me he shall not he who will not be named Usher. Who else? Because you had four fingers up. No, four no, I was, I was just counting. I, like those two, I would say are definitely bigger than him. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm my my R and B brain is screaming at me. Um, so I he would, would be arguably number three. In that case, uh, I know I'm missing people. You make me want to start scrolling because then you got to also throw in. You got to throw in there was groups. There were no, no, no. We talking about artists. One guy. At that point, he arguably has it. And look at the two people you named. Look how big I they know, were. I gotta look throw. They... I gotta throw. I think. I think you got to throw Tyrese in there. He was not bigger than Jimmy. Man, let me tell you, Tyrese. Tyrese was running it in the Tyrese day, was man. the man. Don't get me wrong. Tyrese was the man. He wasn't bigger than Genuine. All right, I'm, I'm not going to take no from D'Angelo. when Genuine was at his. Genuine was, come on now, so anxious. Like, Genuine was running it. I'm not taking away from who Genuine was, but I'm not going to say he was he the was top. He was killing it on the dancing front. He went, man, Usher was, Usher danced circles around that nigga. That nigga would be moving that couch. He looked like he was moving that couch if he was dancing next to us. Come on now, that's not do it. Now he had his little dance moves. We all remember that 106 apart where he came, you know, they brought him back to life. On the ambulance? <laughs> yeah, like we ambulance. all remember that shit. We all yeah. remember that shit. But let's not do that. He ain't fucking with Usher on that front. Let's let's chill. Oh, I'm not saying he wasn't fucking with Usher. I'm just saying he was killing it. He was doing his thing, but he wasn't, he he definitely wasn't, he wasn't the top. But all right, man. Go ahead. Give me, give me a new, give me a new vibe of the week. Cash in, cash out by Pharrell featuring Twenty One Savage and Tyler the Creator. Straight up. Okay. Cash in. I I haven't heard it yet. I did put it on my playlist because I saw who was on it. I saw Pharrell had produced it. It's a new release. It's yeah. a new release. I know you don't fuck with Tyler the Creator too much, but he's one artist that, although you may not like him, just listen to songs with him and Pharrell together. I think Pharrell and him really I wouldn't be surprised if him and Pharrell collaborate on an album. In 21 Savage, the man kills them at every feature he touches. So putting him on the... Putting 21 Savage on a feature is a notch under putting T-Pain on features in the early 2000s. That's how good he's been. I feel like you're giving that nigga a whole lot right now. Like, I like 21, but T-Pain? I said a notch under. A notch under T-Pain. It's hard to match what T-Pain did. I don't think anybody quite matched that. That's why I said a notch under. Hmm. At that point in T-Pain's career, he was the cheat code. If he wanted to hit, you put T-Pain on it. There was a time where T-Pain, Neo, Neo was once a cheat code. Chris Brown has once been a cheat code. Yeah. Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg once was a cheat code. Like, if you want to hit, like, who who's the current cheat code right now? Uh, Drake was a cheat code at one point, too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, with Drake on his come up, I mean Drake's a cheat code now. To this day, Drake's still yeah. Drake is still the, the consummate cheat, cheat code. He chose not to be the cheat code anymore. Before he was on and Wayne, they both chose not to do it anymore. But yeah, they're still cheat codes to this day. But who would be the current cheat code now? Uh, Lil Uzi Vert maybe, or Dirk, Lil Dirk. Dirk's been on a lot of shit. Dirk maybe let me Lil Baby. Oh, Lil Baby. Yeah, it's everybody Lil Baby. been. It's him. Even it's the higher, Baby. even the, the artists who you would maybe put above him have all have all started reaching back for him. So yeah, I'm gonna have to say Lil Baby. The nigga is good. He is good. It could have been the baby, but he fucks up a lot. Nigga just he can't get out of his own way. At all. What's your new vibe, fam? Um my new vibe is since I brought him up, um my new vibe is Don't Love Me by Neo. I know Neo's okay. been out of circulation for a little minute. You know, he's still, you know, Neo's still, you know, the, the, the nigga with a pen. Like, Neo's, Neo's a fucking monster with the pen. I'm pretty sure he's written stuff. Although we haven't heard from him, I'm pretty sure we felt this presence. Yeah. I just don't know what songs he's written. Because there, there was a time where ne- to, if you wanted to hit, you go to Neo to just write you the song. Like, oh, Neo's absolutely. written. Absolutely. This from from Beyonce to... to, to to Rihanna, to to himself, to like to Mario, you should let me love you. Like Neil's pen is ridiculous. Like he he can sit down. Yeah, I put him up there with with the baby faces and the the Ryan Leslies and 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 absolutely. Like I wouldn't argue that one bit. No one, no one's really seeing Neil like that. But this song here, it it it, it takes me back a little bit. To it, like, and I'm not saying it, it doesn't sound. And the, and the thing I like about it, it don't sound dated. You know, like sometimes an artist you haven't heard in a while puts out a song, and it sounds like it either sounds one, it either sounds like it sounds like they old shit that's no longer the so, like the sound right now, or they reaching and they trying to sound all trap and 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 you know what I'm saying what's the what's the uh, like when Usher tried to do that poppy record, um. Came in, came out with a single with it. It wasn't quite his flavor, so it didn't do too well. Um, damn it, it's fucking escapes me. This is like uh, I want to say in the around 2010 or something like that. He came out with a record. It was a pop record. It wasn't an R and B. Give me a second. I'm gonna find it. Okay, because because Usher started that transition to pop. Like that pop transition that even Chris Brown went after and and made money. They they made some money out of that pop shit. I, I want to know which one you talk. Now Usher did. I, I'm trying to think of a song that Usher also. I feel like he stretched and he was making songs with like Junk Thug, and I was like, Nah, Usher, that's not your that's not your sound no more. Like that's right. not it. Let me see if I look up Usher discography and look up singles. Okay. I know the song was a single. I'm sure. It wasn't Oh My God. DJ oh Gunn Falling in Love. Baby tonight. The DJ got us falling in love again. That wasn't his sound. Y'all hit Leonard with the vocals? Okay, Leonard. <laughs> uh, that wasn't his sound, but that song was ringing off. It ain't fuck black people no, may not have fucked with it, well, but the but the numbers the song, was up. It had Pitbull on it, and Pitbull was booming at Pitbull, the time. So there was a time Pitbull was once a cheat code. 
Absolutely. So, I mean, you have Usher, big artist. He brings in Pitbull, big artist, special on the pop scene. And then you have a pop sounding song. Yes, the song is going to do well. Like, uh, people's fucking with that here. song. Yeah, in US and US and R&B, where it ranked. It, 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 it topped off at four, and then US R&B, it topped off at 51. So overall, it was like the number four biggest song at the time. So the song did well, you know what I'm saying? The song went platinum. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, then at that point, we can we can we say it was it can't we can't say it was a flop. <laughs> it wasn't a flop, but it wasn't his best work. I mean, he had dude just two songs before that he dropped. Oh my God, with Will I Am, that song was number one everywhere. Yeah, but that's that he had already went to his pop bag, is what I'm saying. And that okay, shit, you know okay, what I mean? That argument, I get you. He had already moved to into his pop bag, so I have to. I'd have to say he was already there, but I understand what you said. That like, pop back he went to with Will I Am was more like the uh, Black Eyed Peas sound, so it wasn't which was hot at the time. It, yeah, it, that was a hot sound, so it was a relatable sound. With DJs got us falling in love, it was a little too much out of his element, and it wasn't like it was in Pitbull's element. But oh my God, that was Black Eyed Peas element, so people related to it, people understood it. DJ Got Us Falling In Love Again was a different sound for him. You know what I mean? That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Okay. It was a different sound, but I think he I think he actually... I think that move, Neo's move, because Neo started to go pop as well. I think those right. moves, and, and so did Chris Brown, those moves are kind of what transitioned R&B from being the top music, with it, like right there with hip-hop, well, I consider R&B part of hip-hop. Well, right there with rap to kind of where it is now. I think now. it's adjacent. I wouldn't want to... I don't... I wouldn't want to put them in the same... I put... I, so when I think hip-hop, I, I say hip-hop is the culture. So to me, I put... You got rap and then you got R&B. I feel like they're both a part oh, of that culture. Okay, you know what I mean? You, okay. I, that I can agree with. Okay, cool. Okay. okay now, soul you. is a little bit... Like, I, I, I put soul a little separate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of a little like a step away. Cousin. Yeah, a first cousin from that. But um, but I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying because it 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 was a it was a step it was a step away, and I think a lot of a lot of the music we listening or a lot of the results of R and B where R and B stands now is because of that transition. Now there was a bag out there. I understand they had to go out and get it, but a big bag. They were the bigger those three I just named: Neo, Chris Brown, and and Usher. Those were the bigger R and B artists at the time. Right. Oh, yeah, man. All right, bro. Anything else you want to bring to the table? No, we good, fam. All right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, a podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chopped it up. I'm your host, Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, and the man to the right of me can only be. The villain, the same dude for last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half FND, so talk nice when you see me. I don't resort to violence, I'm on resorts and islands. Check the ground, fam, in case you thought I was lying. I can only be who I say I be when half of this POD. Uh, y'all know what the fuck it is, man. Y'all can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, and even topic suggestions. Please like, rate, 
and comment on any Please. platform of your choosing. Please, we need Please. validation. Me and Frank, we have problems. We have mental issues. We need the validation for our own self-esteem. Yeah, we need we need acknowledgement. If we got it, then tell us we got it then. Okay, I like that. Yeah. See, you like that? Okay. A little bar. I. <laughs> Stole that from Drake. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the song, uh, what you call it? Scholarships with Future. Okay. It's a dope song. I fucks with it. Um, Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and any other social platform at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Ma? Yo. Nigga, you've been lying to us this whole time. About what? Nigga, you haven't only been Frank. Like, nigga, this is... This, we are having so, so many sorts oh, of revelations shit. in this shit. <laughs> nigga, you've been lying to us the whole fucking time. You clearly haven't only been Frank. You can't... No, you can't actually be somebody else. <laughs> Holy shit. Nigga, I am not changing my intro. No, nigga, because you can't be more than Frank. Wow, this is... Bro, this is Leonard. <laughs> I don't know what to do, dog. <laughs> Whoa, I this is... I wish this was on video so people could see your brain churning and then you coming up with that. That's wow. hilarious. Bro... Okay, you can only be frank. Cool. Go ahead. Where can they find me? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get them back on track. Um, you can reach me in all social media platforms at Marvin X Adams. Now, I don't know if y'all know that, but the X really is just a division between my first and last name. I am only Marvin Adams. That's really my only name. Um, it's the only name I've ever had. Um, shit's crazy right here now. I don't know what to say. <laughs> hey, man, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>